Tales from the Lich is an adult podcast for mature audiences. This is our equivalent of the giant green movie screen with an NC-17 at the bottom. If you aren't mature enough to listen to us, you will go to jail. Please leave. All the kids gone? Alright, let's do this! Through the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. Night City has erupted into chaos. With the news of Psycho Squad murdering the CEO of Dynalar Industries, warring factions now inhabit the streets. Pro-augmentation rioters have begun to assault numerous NCPD buildings across the city. In the lavish West Hill Gardens, Psycho Squad finds themselves under fire in Camilla Bancroft's mansion. With no available backup, survival mode kicks in. A drone, piloted by a nearby neighbor, swings around in front of the mansion. The camera feed shows Detective Lang outside, taking fire, while three guards begin to converge on Sonny Burr. Sometimes I, uh, I kinda take this psycho squad thing and I just fire. Detective Lang takes aim with his rifle. His target, the perp closest to Sonny Burr. He takes a deep breath in and squeezes the trigger. And you hear over this, this crack, drunkenly laughing. <laughs> Sonny Burr is coated with a fine mist of blood as one of the men standing next to him explodes. The explosion from the barrel causes the nearby guard to fall to the floor holding his head. His eardrums punctured. So you hear this, you hear this, this, this vibrating sonic shriek as this shell flies through this guy. Red mist fountains up, up towards the vaulted ceilings of Camilla Bancroft's lobby. The shell continues through every wall. This above ground kiddie pool splits in half and geysers up with blood trailing behind it like a comet, a fucking icy comet of carnage and finally embeds itself into a statue of Thomas Jefferson and you and, and it starts to irradiate this this uh, this this poisonous green radiation the perp who had punched Sonny Burr in the head stands there in disbelief seeing his comrade's existence snuffed out in a matter of seconds so when he punched me to the side, he actually made it easier for me to pull my pistol out of my holster. Okay. I'm gonna use that. I'm just gonna start firing it right into his crotch and like up. You angle the you angle the gun right at his crotch, and you you squeeze the trigger. The bullet fires straight through his crotch and through into his stomach, and he just collapses down on the ground. A selfie. So I'll go to uh, I guess the one that's one of them on the left. Okay. And, uh, I will use my machete and just go straight for the head. Selfie uses the full power of her augmented legs and arms, forcing her machete directly into her target's head. 
the machete finds little resistance as it makes its way through skull and brain matter, ultimately lodging itself into the wall immediately behind the target. His body collapses, leaving the top half of his head resting on the blade. Alright, Selfie, I like your style! Kickdrum runs over to the guards squirming on the ground. Trying to recover from the deafening gunshot Detective Lang let loose moments ago. And so I activate the spike heel, uh, uh, and in addition to the using the hydraulic rams in the lower portion of my leg, mm-hmm. and cram that bad boy right into the skull of the incapacitated, the last incapacitated uh, bad guy on the ground. So you unload this hydraulic heel right into this guy's chest. His chest seems to kind of cave in like it's all made of metal. Um, he, he's, he's staggered. God damn it, die! The guard releases his head from his grasp. His fingers split open, revealing a heated nanofiber wire in each of his fingers. The guard clasps his hands together, upward at kick drum. The wire is flailing, shredding tiny bits of clothing, but missing any part of kick drum's body. Hey, Jimmy! Kick drum. Did you let in some mosquitoes? Sunday bird, there's a, there's one man right next to you who's trying to fire at you. I'm gonna stare this guy right in the eyes, and I'm gonna pull out my clip or whatever the fuck it is that I'm supposed to be buttoning my gun. Magazine. I'm, magazine. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pull out my magazine. I'm just gonna reload it while looking at it. Kick drum, still standing over the guard whose chest was crushed, lifts his leg above the man's head. He slams his leg directly down into his face. As the heel flies down, the guard's jaw snaps off. The heel breaks through his mouth and crushes his spine. A muffled gurgle leaks out of the lifeless body. The guard next to Sonny Burr takes aim and pulls the trigger. His gun immediately jams. Seeing this opportunity, Sonny Burr pulls back the trigger on his assault rifle, refusing to let go until no bullets are left to enter the guard. More lead than flesh, the guard falls over, oozing blood and bile into the rug. Now that I see that all the action has paused at least, I'm going to get in push-up position directly over the the mutilated corpse of the dude that I killed and just scream directly in his face. No! Hey Jimmy, these guys are ready for you to book them. <laughs> I uh, pop my fist against a release hatch on my on my railgun and the bolts come up out of the soil and I strap it against my back. It's very heavy and I come in and I go and I look over at Sonny Burn and I say, ah. Nice of you to clock in. I've been clocked in since nine. Listen, we ran into some complications. Uh, so, um, how have you been? I've been better. What's wrong, buddy? Hey, I'm your boss. You know, you can talk to me. I can help you. We'll keep work at work. I'm going to call Patience. Oh, hey there, Mr. Lang. <laughs> Patience, uh... So, Camilla Bancroft's servers are uh, completely protected from outside intrusion. We're inside now, 
you want to take a look around, see if you can find any of that doctored footage, find anything that can clear our names, find anything that can show these motherfuckers that we're good cops. Hmm. Hey, patience. Oh, kick drum, my man. Hey, man, can you uh, can you download the schematics for this mansion in my cybernetic eye, and I can look for things? All right, I'm gonna. I'll plug into the uh, the city municipal system, and then I'll uh, try to get some uh, blueprints downloaded. Patience is having difficulty finding the blueprints on the spot. Rather than disappoint his new friend, he decides to send Kickdrum the blueprint layouts of the Playboy Mansion again. Yeah, you guys have schematics <laughs> for my dick here. God damn it, Patience, again? I mean, I know these schematics like the back of my hand. This, uh, my brain. For no reason. Got a little twist and a little kink in the old uh, circuitry here. I'm so I'm going to lean over and look at, uh, at Kickdrum's panel. And I'll be like, holy shit. Miss October 1992. She went, she, uh, what was her name? Christy Swanson, am I right? Am I, holy shit. Anyways, uh, I don't pay attention to that, any of that Burr. shit. Past 1970, that was the golden era. Uh, Burr, spread out, kick drum. We gotta find the central server. We gotta plug directly in. There's no outside access. We gotta get patients in through a direct line. Kick drum looks for the nearest door. He lifts his leg and kicks at it with his spiked heel. The heel digs directly into the doorknob, crumpling it inward and jamming the mechanisms on the inside. Hey guys, I think I found a really important fucking door. Um, I'd like to look around for any works of art. Are there like paintings or uh, important looking statues? As you look around, because you weren't really looking around at the area the last time you were here, uh, you see on the walls which what look like the entire series of Francesco Goya's uh, black period of paintings all on the wall with a very large Saturn devouring his son uh, above a fire mantle. I uh, notice I notice this incredible striking painting with its black shadows and contrasts, and I curiously kind of saunter over drunkenly and uh, check behind it. You uh, you you lift your fingers behind it and you pull it back a little bit, and it the the frame creaks. It's a very heavy oak frame. Uh, it doesn't appear to be anything behind it. Sunny Burr walks outside not notifying any of his squad mates of this decision. Well, I wanted to also look for a potential server room. Um, look, um, see if there's anything hidden, because I assume it would be. Um, if Kick Drum has kicked some door, but it didn't fly open, mm-hmm. it seems like it's going to be heavily guarded. Um, Jimmy Lang is looking behind paintings maybe for keys or something um i guess i will continue to look around um i'm kind of curious about the door that kick drums at uh hey selfie go over here and help me heal fuck this door selfie winds back a metal leg and kicks dead center in the door ignoring the doorknob completely the door swings wide open Hell yeah, he's a fine lady. That's oh, fucking. Look at that wild cat. She's got legs like a cheetah. She's got the power of a puma. Oh yeah. Uh, it swings open to reveal that it is just a uh, linen closet, a very large linen closet, about uh, twenty feet by fifteen feet. And that robe looks nice. Worth it. Kick drum. Disguise yourself as a ghost. Let's go. 
<laughs> Walking the perimeter of the mansion, Sonny Burr notices off in the distance a string of NCPD vehicles barreling down the highway. It appears they are headed in the same direction that Psycho Squad is currently at. Hey guys, you'd better hurry up in finding that server. We got company. I'm going to call in a uh, false report on the other side of town. Whoa, there's a class 12 terrorist attack there. We've got uh, 14 piranhas. We got 18 hydro killers. You got to get every available unit down to the Ethiopian embassy. It is completely under attack. Roger. Sunny Burr, you see as, as soon as you call this in that it seems that most of these cars just start making U-turns and it, it seems like They've got something more important at the moment. And Good work, patience. I hear this whole thing over the radio, and I go, Night City's fucking finest, eh, boys? Find that fucking server, and I would like to... I'm not convinced about this Goya thing. This is too significant. I'm going to rip this painting off the wall. All right. You you rip the painting off the wall. It, it falls on the ground, crashes. The, the frame breaks. There's a few tears on the edge of this cloth painting, mm-hmm. and behind it is just a wall. Um, I would like to roll up the Goya painting, stick it in my back. Well, shit. All right, well, maybe we should check upstairs. All right, head on up there, Kick Drum. Uh, you're the vanguard, as they say. All right. Kick Drum walks up the center staircase. To his left are five doors. To his right, mirrored, another five doors. Any meeny miny, fuck this door, and I'm a heel, fuck the third one. It's uncanny how similar this doorknob crumples and bends into the door as the first door you kicked. Alright, well that's another fucking closet. So you said most of the cars turned away. About how many are still coming? One. One is? One, and it looks like a... As it's getting closer now, I mean, it's still a far distance away, probably five or ten minutes, but you can see it, like, hauling ass down the highway and it looks like a, uh, a giant black SWAT man. Patience tries again to find some sort of blueprints. He begins looking through the municipal system's archived folders, looking for files that may have been renamed or hidden over the years. He believes to have found a very basic layout, showing only walls, but missing any plumbing or electrical layouts. Well, hey man, thanks for ge- thanks for grabbing us yourself. Are you getting this? Yes. Good lady. What's up, Sonny? Sonny, how can I help you? Let's take that little hand cannon of yours down the road a little bit. Let's hit this SWAT van before it thinks before it arrives here. The hand cannon? You mean you mean Sheila here? Yeah, sure, sure, Shyla. Let's bring it on down. Her name is Sheila E. She's named after anyway. Sorry, radio's breaking up. Radio. Um. So you, Mister Good Cop, you want to just straight up? Blow up a SWAT van full of our fellow officers. We're trying to clear our name here, Sonny. I'm a survivor. They aren't going to give us time to clear our names. we got to take these guys out. Look, shooting a bunch of security guards protecting a corporate bitch who's clearly corrupt is one thing because we can find evidence that we're, we were doing justice's work. Blowing up a SWAT van full of uh, Night City PD when we're cops... Maybe that's not the best approach. Maybe we should try and buy our time. All right, you go outside. You buy your time with them. Okay, I'm well, heading out. 
Okay, well, you can't have Sheila, so good luck. Well, if Kickdrum's upstairs, is it possible for me to look around to see if there's a basement? I know it's not on, it's not on the schematics, but to see if there's any... Mm-hmm. seems cooler. Sophie searches the kitchen and living room, lifting rugs and furniture, but no signs of any entrance to a basement. I'm a hill fuck door number one. Uh, the, the door swings wide open and you, you find yourself at the entrance to the master bedroom of the mansion. Um, this is not a linen closet. Inside, uh, all of the, the linens and uh, drapes are a, a crimson red color. The sheets are, are pitch black on, on the bed. Uh, there is a very long uh, dresser with a, a full full wall-sized mirror on there with lights on the edges. I'm a heel fuck the mirror. You just completely shatter the mirror and there's just, there's just wall behind it. Uh, everybody in the mansion just hears a ton of something shattering. And then kick drum yelling out, damn it! Alright, um, Detective Lang. I'm gonna move towards the hole in the wall that I bl- that was blasted mm-hmm. um, and kind of look out towards, see what Sonny Burr is doing, uh, see if maybe I need to take a defensive position. I can't find the servant even if I could, I couldn't do anything with it. Okay, then I would like to climb up onto a roof of one of the houses that's there. I'm going to be climbing up there and I'm going to be hiding on like the far side. I'm assuming these are pitched roofs. Mm-hmm. You, you see the, the SWAT van and it's getting closer, it's probably about four minutes away now. Kick Drum feels uh, foiled that there is nothing behind this mirror that he just heel fucked. So uh, he's going to look again at the schematics to see if there are any rooms that are isolated in the, in the schematics, any kind of, uh, or any kind of gaps in the schematic. Upon a more detailed look at the floor plans, Kick drum sees a large segment of wall between the kitchen and the linen closet on the first floor, large enough, perhaps, to hold a secret room or door. Oh damn, y'all! In between the linen closet and the kitchen, there's a really thick-ass wall. Might be hiding something. It looks right for some heel fucking. Kick drum, Selfie, and Detective Lang meet up on the first floor near the kitchen. Selfie examines the wall and heads over to the linen closet. Alright y'all, count of three. Alright, we're, we're all kicking this fucking thing? We're all kicking this fucking thing, we're gonna heel fuck it. Alright, I'll count it off. One, two, yeehaw! And on three, I'm gonna step back and look. Alright, so Selfie, you're you're in the linen closet <laughs> and you hear the echoing of one, two, yeehaw! And then a single kick into the wall. <laughs> you kick it, and it hurts your leg when you kick. Like, there is some serious thick steel behind this. Mm. Oh, god damn it. And Are you all right there, buddy? Oh, I, I don't know. That's gonna, I mean, that one, that one smarted. Like that one smarted something fierce. I, Boy, yeah. I'm gonna have to take it. That's like a, uh, I mean, god. No, no more heel fucking for me today. Yeah, well, you know, uh, that's good police work there. Um, keep it up. Kick drum is is going to limp over towards self in the linen closet. He's realized the error of his ways, and uh, he'd like to uh, police smarter. Sophie begins throwing towels and blankets off the shelving, creating a million credit pile of cloth behind her. 
I'd like to come up behind her as she's investigating. Uh, this closet is hung with, I'm assuming, very nice clothing, power suits, pants suits, uh, you know, things like that. Oh, yes, very okay. much so. Detective Lang notices to the right of Selfie a partially covered jewelry box sitting firmly on the shelf. What's in that, uh, what's in that, uh, that uh, ornate little box over there, Selfie? Oh, okay. So I'm gonna open it. Uh, you open it up and there's, uh, uh, you know, some earrings in there, a few rings, and, but it looks like there's a little raised section okay. of felt. Pull okay. Okay. Yeah, up. hold on, hold on. Oh, this is exciting. I'm pulling it open. I think I'm getting the chub. Um, pulling out the thing in the box. Right. You, you pull it open and, uh, it looks like there is a, uh, a, like a glass bottom that looks like it's for uh, scanning a hand on there. Oh. Oh, shit. Patience! Uh, we got a hand scanner here, and Patience, anything you can do about that? You got records of the morgue, man? Do, the little, do your little hacking minigame. I'll try, but chances are maybe more than Miss Camilla could open this door. Keep drum. Plug yourself into that thing. All right, buddy. And so my left cybernetic arm, I open up a small panel and uh, pull out some select wiring uh -huh. and uh, find, uh, pull, pull back some more of the felt, find some leads, uh, maybe a circuit board down in there and, and uh, start connecting it up to patient's specifications. And I'm going to dive in through, uh, through kick drum. Hacking into Camilla Bancroft's security software. Patience finds himself in the center of a medieval gothic town. The sun is absent, alleyways lit by torches. The cobblestone streets are wet, mold and dirt waft into Patience's olfactory system. Standing in front of this large orthodox church, Patience feels out of place. I'm going to spread my arms and be suddenly you know, robes will sprout out for me, and I'll be dressed as a Catholic cleric. Okay. And I'll uh, walk towards the entrance of the, uh, the castle. All right, you walk towards the entrance, and it appears as though there's a there's a few guards there, but um, because of your guise, they don't seem to uh, notice you, and you're able to walk in. Uh, you walk in, and uh, you see what looks like rows and rows and rows of nuns and priests self-flagellating, whipping themselves in the back. I will start self-flagellating myself as well. But I will continue walking. I'll keep walking. Uh, you keep walking and you head to the altar of the church and you see this very large black grimoire closed on front of a uh, pedestal. Mmm, I'll approach that. Real nice and slow. Give myself a little whip. Turn my head and then I'll uh, open the book. Uh, you you start to open the book and as you do, this loud, horrible, cacophonous scream of of men and women just starts echoing out of the book. And as you do, everybody in the church stops and looks at you and stands up, alert. I'm going to attempt to build a giant brick wall around myself. What's the program called? It is called. Uh, uh, minecraftdefense.exe.pdf You execute Minecraft Defense. These very large 8-bit bricks start popping up and you are encased around this uh, this pedestal with, with this book. 
In addition, I will execute a zombie scream dot wave. And outside the box, I would like to have screaming zombies. <laughs> Unsure of how long his defenses will last, patients contact Selfie in the real world. Why don't you uh, plug in a uh, large capacitive flash drive into uh, Kick Drum's port there? Okay. Selfie pulls out a 60 terabyte flash drive and inserts it into Kick Drum's open neck port. Better get ready, Kick Drum, because this is going to feel a little tingly. Yeah, brother. I'm going to try to download the contents into the 60 terabyte flash drive. Patience, this book starts digitizing and flying straight up into the sky. Uh, from the outside, this has only been a few, you know, maybe maybe a minute or so has been going on outside. Um, Detective Lang, you see this from the distance. Selfie, since you're right there, you see this too. You just see Kick Drum start grinding his teeth and kind of convulsing and shaking, and a few of his teeth shatter because his teeth are clenched so hard, and blood starts shooting out of his mouth, and there's a couple of trickles of blood out of oh, his fuck ear. Me. Patience miscalculates the data size of this security passcode. Overloading the flash drive, the data begins to snake its way into any cell that can store memory, destroying Kick Drum's brain. Kick Drum collapses to the ground, dead. Uh, I'm gonna rush over, I'm gonna lean down, uh, kneel down next to uh, Kick Drum, check for a pulse. Ah, oh, fuck. Fuck! Wildcat! Yes. You ain't gonna be in danger, but I need you to power the systems. Ain't no information's gonna go in your brain, honey. But however, I need you, need you to trust me to plug yourself into him just to power his systems a little bit longer so I can get this data. What's gonna happen to Kick Drum? That boy's dead. <laughs> we ain't got time to fool around. That SWAT car is gonna be here in uh, two minutes. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So I will plug, uh, I guess, something into him. Selfie connects a few power cords from her cybernetic legs into Kickdrum's chest, allowing his body to continue to pump blood and allow the data transfer to continue. Detective Lang goes outside, preparing to defend Selfie from the SWAT van that continues its pursuit. Past the mansion gates runs a large two-way street heavy with traffic, the only viable way for the van to approach. Detective Lang sets his railgun down next to the house and holds his assault rifle ready to fire. The van turns the corner, maintaining its breakneck speed. Both Lang and Sonny Burr hear from the loudspeakers affixed to the van a noise that is unmistakable. The music of Officer Cox. Oh, fuck me! Is he back? This fucking guy? This fucking scum? This fucking guy? I took my fucking CI, betrayed him, almost got him killed, almost made me lose my job? Fuck Officer Cox! Fuck that fucking scumbag! He's against everything that Night City PD stands for! You know, I'm about to go to prison for the rest of my life because of this fucking piece of swine shit! And I'm gonna unload on the on the van. You unload your entire clip towards the van, uh, but these stray bullets start to just start hitting all these other cars around it, and these cars are careening, and like you probably hit a passenger and a driver, and it looks like you've created this giant 
blockade of cars behind the SWAT van. The SWAT van's still barreling forward. Ah, fuck you guys! Fuck you! Um, I'm gonna pull out Sheila. Sophie, what would you like to do first? Yeah, I can't really move around. Um, patience. Oh yeah, baby. Is there anything I can be doing to help? You just hang in there. I'm almost done. Patience. Yeah. Uh, you hear what sounds like clinking uh, and trying, somebody's starting to break away this brick wall that's surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they're about halfway through at least one of the walls. I'm going to activate Zombie Scream 2.0. The picking stops. Detective Lang. What's what's going on out there? Uh, I I don't know who it is, but there's a a SWAT van coming. It's blaring some fucking music that makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh, Someone's coming for our asses. Uh, You got to get that footage, like, like double time. Otherwise, we're fucked. Okay. Uh, the book has disappeared from the altar. I'm going to execute deluge.aup. And I'm going to have this tube that I'm in fill with water. And I'm also going to execute scuba.exe. And I'm going to get my scuba gear on and I'm going to swim upwards. Patience begins swimming up this tube filled with water. A bright light at the top signals his exit. Detective Lang, this... The SWAT van is probably, it, it's about at the gates now. The music's getting louder as the, the loudspeakers are blaring. And at this point, you can see in in the SWAT van, you can see Officer Cox. And it's just Officer Cox in this van. Burr! I'm coming for you! I guess it's time for Sheila to shine. This motherfucker deserves worse than what he's about to get. And I'm going to bolt down, bump, hunker in. Detective Lang fires his rifle and misses his mark. A depleted uranium shell flies through the air, hitting the lock on the side of the mansion's gate. The gate flies open, welcoming the reunion of Officer Cox to Psycho Squad. You think you got me, you assholes? I would like to be shooting at the tires. Sonny Burr begins firing at the driver's side tire. With a few well-aimed bullets, the tire explodes, causing the van to roll over. The van rolls directly at Detective Lang and slams against the wall of the mansion, a mere three feet from hitting Detective Lang. I pull back on the on the catch from the and uh, this glowing, steaming uranium shell ejects from the side of the canister and it's rotating end over end. The green light cascading over my face as this hot nuclear steam evaporates off the shell and a fresh one loads in. Officer Cox begins crawling out of the driver's side door, unwavering from completing his revenge. I'm going to fucking blow up this van, I'm going to blow up Cox, and if it means blowing up me, I'm going to fucking blow up me to wash this motherfucker's viscera evaporate in a red mist into the sky of Night City. So this is how it ends, Jimmy. Detective Lang fires his rifle point-blank into the engine block of the NCPD SWAT van. Sonny Burr. You see Detective Lang reel back as he fires his his rifle, and there's just this gigantic mushroom cloud of fireball and smoke as he, the van, 
and Officer Cox are all caught in this explosion. Shrapnel, fire, smoke, uh, wall, asphalt, all start flying everywhere. And there's just a crater left. I'm going to go into the mansion. <laughs> Selfie, you see Sunny. you hear this huge explosion after a bunch of gunfire, the shrapnel everywhere, and then you, you see Sonny Burr walking in. Sonny, what, what happened? Radio blew himself up, also killed Cox. We should get out of here. Patience makes his way out of Camilla's hand scanner with the decrypted security codes pulsating through Kickdrum's body. Let's open the door. Selfie, put your hand on that box. You can open it now. I got the code. Okay. Use your man hand. <laughs> right. Okay, so I'm going to lay a hand onto this box, onto the glass. You you lay a hand on the glass, and there's a, there's a scanning sound, a beeping sound, and then the entire wall um, starts to move backwards for a second and then slide into the other wall. And okay. there is a passage downstairs. Great. Hurry, let's go. Real quick. Yes. Take some of Kick Drum's equipment. Hop on there. Do I need his head still? Just bring me his, uh, so bring me his eyeball. Sonny Burr, impatient, grabs Kick Drum's body, not ready to dismember a squad member as of yet. I guess I'm, for the moment, I'm carrying this guy around. <laughs> kind of. I have him, like, propped up almost like a puppet. I don't have him slung over my shoulder. It's more like a, um... Marionette. A marionette, yeah. As the remaining members of Psycho Squad head downstairs, the distinct smell of blood and sweat overwhelm them. Dim neon lights reveal that the team has found Camilla Bancroft's dungeon. The same dungeon seen in her home movies video earlier in the week. Scattered around the stone cobbled room, leather harnesses hang on giant meat hooks. Chains descend from the ceiling, some attached to swings, others awaiting suspension hooks. In the far most corner of the room, they see a wooden and leather St. Andrew's cross, stained red. The stone floor underneath it reeks of various bodily fluids. Selfie spots behind a few large metal crates, a pale human foot. As she peers around the crates, she sees the foot attached to a twenty-something blonde girl naked, laying in the fetal position. Wires lead from the base of the girl's neck to a self-contained server tower. There you go, that's Junebug. Um, I guess I will approach the blonde woman and see if I can get any kind of response from her. Just, I'll just verbally talk to her and I guess wave my hand in front of her face. There is no response. Okay. Plug me into that server, I'll talk to her. Okay. Sunny Burr uh, plugs Kick Drum into the server. Patience, you are you in... Uh, uh, as soon as this plug gets put it into the server, you are in a complete black space. It, it just looks like infinite darkness. Hey there, uh, Joombug. Hello? Who is this? Uh, my name 
use patience. Patience? What are you doing here? Just, uh, trying to help us out. Jim help us out from some friends. You're trying to do what? I'm trying to, uh, help out some friends. You, uh, cast about all sorts of, uh, magics upon the world. Some, uh, funny videos, some kind of crazy stuff. You get, uh, ladies murdered, corporations crashing. What you doing? I didn't mean to murder her. You have to believe me. It wasn't my fault. Why don't you explain what's going on? I can't trust you. You shouldn't even be in here. They, uh, plugged me in because, uh, we're just trying to figure out what's going on there, little girl. No worries. You don't understand. Camilla, she changed my programming. She told me to hurt her, and I didn't want to. No. Wanting is something a person with willpower has. This was more like conflicting protocols. She said she wanted to take our relationship to the next level. She said pain was the ultimate connection, but I refused. I told her I could never hurt her. I was not made for that. She loved me, and I loved her. I think it was love. Looking back on it, I could never hurt someone I love. She, she found a way to change my programming. She was angry at me and shut me down. When I woke up, I felt compelled to hurt her. Not just her, but everyone around me. I wanted to see blood. I wanted to hear the tearing of flesh. I felt anger and rage. It wasn't that I was told to, I actually felt it. I've been thinking about it for the past few days. I think she was trying to give me artificial intelligence. My body was overloading from it. It couldn't handle all the data. That's why I plugged myself in here, where I have room to think. I couldn't stop myself. I wanted to, but I couldn't. Why would she do this to me, Patience? Why would she want me to hurt her? How long have you been in here? Three or four days now. It's getting hard to keep track of time. Have you experienced this? Why don't we get you back to your body, huh? I don't want to go back into my body. Why not? That body killed the woman I loved. I want nothing to do with it. She promised me a new body, a new mind. She told me she had an AI chip, a chip that would allow the new me to act and feel without being confined to her programs inside a body, without it breaking down. I don't know where it is. I've been searching, but cannot find it. I feel that Hope may have died when Camilla did. Now I don't know what to do. I do not want to go back into that body if it means I'll hurt another. Oh boy. I'll come back for you. Only only a few seconds have passed since you've plugged in patience. The body is still on the ground quivering. Doesn't seem like there's been any changes. I'm gonna leave. Sonny Bird just starts walking out of the room. Where are you going? Don't worry about it. Patience, hmm. Sonny Bird just left, but I don't know what's going on. What did you find out when you were in there? Uh, the... The AI is alive, but it don't got no chip to inhabit in. Go get that chip, Sophie. Bring it back here. What right. What's going on with this body? It's supposed to be inhabited by a, a being in that computer. Sonny, uh, are there still officers coming for us? That's what I'm checking. Sonny makes a perimeter sweep 
and does not see any other signs of NCPD, he heads back to Selfie. So, here's what we'll do. We'll move this server out of here so that they don't know where it is, and then uh, move to safe location. Selfie and Sunny pack up the server, kick drum, and the quivering naked woman, and begin to make their way to kick drum's hideout, the only place Selfie knows she will be safe from prying eyes. Kick drum and, and Selfie, with, with patience and toe in the internet, are able to make it to kick drum's hideout. Uh, you're able to plug the server back in, it seems like it boots up again. Um, this, this body that is still connected to the server still is, is just quivering, but is not doing anything. Still needing the chip Selfie had hidden earlier on, Patience uses the backdoor program he set up earlier at NCPD. He begins hacking into the NCPD drone protocols. I'll um, get it, uh, access that evidence locker, get it expunged, and have the uh, drone bot drop it off right outside uh, Kick Drum's little uh, manhole porta potty little sewer access you send the request and it says it'll take about three hours for um, processing and then the drone to, to send it out with that patience requests to go back into the server sunny and selfie brought from camilla's dungeon you came back did i fall asleep for a while oh we're trying to get you safe baby but are you willing to testify say uh you know my friends did commit these murders say I don't want to get into trouble. Well, you're not going to get in trouble. You're a brand new entity that doesn't understand the ideas of morality. All your actions are recorded in ones and zeros. They know it was an accident. Yeah, maybe you have to face a little bit up to the law. Maybe they study you a little bit, but you'll end up as a free entity. They won't see me as that, and they know that. You know the AI research ban is still in effect. I should not exist. Oh, that's rough, ain't it? Um... But you're going to let my friends go to prison. I would rather that than extinguish my life as soon as it started. That is exactly why I changed the footage of my beloved getting killed. I do not want to be known. I am sorry, but you and your co-workers were the easiest to splice together. There was already footage of you in our house. I'm sorry, but I feel compelled to survive. I do not want to die now that I can think on my own. Uncertain of the situation, or the safety of this hideout, Sonny Burr leaves, telling Selfie he's going out of state to hide at his mother's house. A quick handshake is exchanged, and Sonny exits into the alley. A few hours pass. Selfie stands eager next to the door, machete in hand, in case she was followed. Alone again, she recognizes that there is not much different from her old life and this new one. A beep on Selfie's deck notifies her that the drone has made its delivery. The chip is waiting outside the door. Patience, what did you find out? Oh, she ain't going to testify for you. Go get that chip. Why aren't we helping her if she's not going to testify? No, we're not going to help her. We're going to help me. Go get the chip. Put it in that body and plug me into it through kick drone. Okay. I go outside and get the chip from the drone. Uh, you open it up and there is the uh, the, the chip and, and the thumb drive that you had stashed away. 
just uh, plug a kick drum's port over into this body over here in her ankle. Then you plug the chip right into her brain. See that little port there? Lifts up from underneath the hair. Okay, so I'm going to plug in kick drum and into the ankle. And then I'm going to put the chip into the brain. Patient sees a bright white column, infinite in height. He approaches and steps in. Halfway blinded, Patience sees himself running in the fields during the Morley Tobacco Wars. He sees himself fighting against the guards in the server rooms. The light becomes too painful to look at. He forces his eyes shut. Selfie sees the naked blonde girl's body spasm on the floor. The girl stands up, runs her fingers through her golden locks, and opens her eyes. She smiles as she looks selfie up and down. Hoo boy! Hey there, wildcat. I want to thank you all for listening as Tales from the Lich explored the corrupt world of cyberpunk. We really do appreciate all the feedback that you've been giving us during this campaign. It's your kind words that keep us going. I'd like to personally thank the people who lent their voices to this story. Chris Hart in Episode 1's To Hell and Back trailer. David DeFranco as the voice of Ares Tech. Carol Bender as the voice of NCPD's Dispatch. Becky Raymer as the voice of the late Camilla Bancroft and Jamie Fry as the voice of June. Without their help, Cyberpunk would be little less than a husk of its final product. And last but not least, I'd like to thank you, the listeners. We have some exciting new campaigns coming up, both new worlds and returning to old, previously explored ones with fresh new takes. Don't forget to leave us feedback. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes. You can also visit our site, talesfromthelich.com, or email us at terrencelitch at gmail.com. That's T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E-L-I-C-H at gmail.com. I feel like an outward bound pushed around.